Welcome everyone to the Breaking Stones podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wolf from Delgado Stone. Excited to be back with you on this snowy uh, last weekend in January here. Uh, not as bad as they were calling for. It looks like we got about, uh, I don't know, six or seven inches. I know in the Northeast along the coast, they're getting a little bit worse, but what better time to talk about snow than, uh, or I'm sorry, what better time to talk about stone than on a snowy day here uh, while we're, a lot of us are, are stuck at home, um, but uh, made it into the office to do the podcast and looking forward to it. Today, we're going to talk about some of the trends for 2022, and uh, we have five stone trends that we're going to go over. And it's really interesting um, the way these trends have evolved and, or extended over time, right? And we've seen the, uh, the outdoor living trend. Um, the natural landscape materials uh, several years ago, it wasn't uh, a popular or uh, frequently requested product for us. Uh, and then we started to recognize that that was going to happen. And that's where we, we made an investment in saw shop and uh, to create different landscape material and uh, things along those lines. But really, uh, really fun to follow along the uh, the trends that exist and, uh, and also be a part of them be a trendsetter. And, and that's one of the things that we look to do as we support our authorized dealers. But um, a lot going on in the stone world, as always, uh, a, a lot of fun um, as we gear up. It's hard to believe that we're, I don't know, uh, 50 days away from spring as I look out the window here and uh, everything's covered in powder. So uh, before you know it, we'll be talking about the heat, the pools um, and getting ready for uh for graduations or whatever else we got going on in the spring and summer and um, hopefully uh, hopefully good times ahead. But I'm going to start with that outdoor living trend because it, it's got to be the most popular, certainly over the last two years. And, and while it was growing before that, the COVID um, pandemic, people being trapped at home, the uncertainty, um, it, it really has changed the dynamic, I think, more in how people view their home um, and uh, and the amount of time they spend there and that um, that they may have to spend more time there than they initially thought, uh, whether it's for their own safety or, um, you know, hopefully we don't go through more lockdowns or anything like that. But it is a possibility, as we've seen, and um, people want to be more prepared. And so it, it's interesting to see we've seen people put in pools, we've seen people redo patios, kitchens, but the the biggest ones that we've seen and um and i'm going to roll this into into our second one but uh the patio and outdoor living space um i would say patio and outdoor kitchen we'll call it have been two of the biggest and i think there's um you know people want to spend more time outside they want to have a comfortable nice area initially it was thought more of an entertaining area you'd have people over you'd spend time out there but now it's become an extension of of your home it's become an extension of your living space where um, you're tired of spending time inside and maybe you're not going to be going on vacation to uh to the beach or out to out in the woods or whatever the case is and, and you want that little sanctuary and back so as we're seeing some uh some increases with gardening and um, and exterior landscape becoming more popular because people want to be surrounded in that in that nice landscape um, in the nice uh, environment. We're finding that well, we should build a patio and and have a space out there that we can cook and do something a little bit different than uh, than the routine of being in the kitchen, being um, you know being inside. So uh, that's one of the more popular ones that we've seen, and 
and the kitchens, you know, the misconception is that these things are all incredibly expensive, right? And it's hard for us to define expensive. Everyone's going to have their own opinion on what something, what expensive means. Uh, but there are ways that they can be done uh, that are more affordable than others. And um, and it's not cutting corners. It's just a matter of where you want to invest. Uh, it, if you need a big counter space, don't need a big counter space. If you want the barbecue uh, to be to be anchored and um, and locked in place with with the veneer surrounding it, if you need a fire pit, if you don't want a fire pit, really, it really depends on, on what you're looking for. So, um, you know, I'm not going to go too much in cost because that's not really what <laughs> what my specialty is or uh, or the topic that that's at hand. But you know, thinking about the outdoor living space and how you could be in, be creative and extend it, um, make it part of your your living area. So that's why we're seeing more people move to that. And with that, we're seeing more people using stone for their, uh, for their landscape, right? They want that sustainable, natural feel that goes with the backyard. They don't want it to feel manufactured or, um, or fake. They want it to be something uh, that, that feels like they're outdoors and is also environmentally friendly and long lasting and all those uh, fun buzzwords that come with stone. But uh, I mean, the reality is we're, we're seeing a lot more um, with the with the flagstone um, than we had with pavers. We thought pavers would be in high demand, but really, you know, big pieces of stone that can be laid down naturally. And, uh, and we'll talk about that with curb appeal as well. The kitchen area, there are some incredible outdoor kitchens. I mean, go online, Google outdoor kitchens, and you'll find some of the most amazing kitchens that uh, that you've ever seen. Uh, some under pergolas and they have a pool, they overlook a pool with a swim up bar and all yeah, those are all wonderful <laughs> and and they would be nice to have. But the reality is that doesn't have to be the case. It doesn't have to be something that's grandiose and over the top and um, costs as much as your house, right? It can be something simple. And so we're finding that people are building a, a, you know, a little stone kitchen area with a stone countertop um, so that they can they can spend the time outside, cook outside, uh, or at least do part of the cooking outside. So, you know, it used to be only a barbecue out there, but now we're seeing stoves and, uh, you know, uh, different cooking services that exist uh, that weren't so popular in years past. So it's really interesting to see that. But again, with that comes the um, the exterior of it. And that's where we're seeing a lot of the stone. And again, with the, with the countertops as well, it doesn't have to be a big piece. It could be something... Um, that just covers your counter and matches the stone that you're using on the patio, uh, on the side of your house, on, on the uh, on the exterior of the uh, the island that you're building or uh, kitchen space. So um, I think that's part of the reason we're seeing that trend as well. Steps have been a big one for for a while, and you know where this continues to be most popular, and um, and it has been. Uh, you know, for years we we've seen it is really when you get into like the lakes region and uh, I'll give credit here. Uh, Stevens landscape is one of the companies up in, uh, up in New Hampshire that we see doing a lot of landscape design work at, at these lake homes. And they use these uh, boulder steps or, um, you know, large irregular steps and they build them right into the hillside uh, that go down to the lake or up to the lake. And it, it's really something special. Now, you might not be on on the lake uh, or or have a hillside, right? We see it again more and more on the hillsides where where there's a big area to cover 
um, and you want a nice landing area. So, uh, and they do beautiful work. I just saw one of their um, posts on TikTok, but every time I see it, I'm, I'm amazed. Uh, they, um, you know, we're seeing it, maybe it's just a few steps going down from, from an elevated patio down to the backyard or, um, or the side of the house we've seen, um, which wasn't always that common, but we're seeing it again now, just where there's that elevation change, putting a few natural stone steps in there, uh, instead of having to pour the concrete, pour the, it, it, keeping it simple, sustainable and, um, and natural. And that's, again, what people are looking for and why we're seeing some of these trends take off. So the stepping stones, that's always been one of my favorite. I personally, and it, it's all about taste, right? All about what, what you like. For me, it would be the natural stone, um, the natural stone steps. I, I really love those uh, and, and they're unique and different. But, you know, some people like the dimensional steps. Some people want the sun and thermal, uh, thermal finish. So there's a lot of options out there, maybe more than there were. And, um, and they last. So it's not, you know, you don't have to worry so much about about a crumbling like concrete or, um, you know, some of the damage that you might incur. But again, it, it's really up to uh, beauties in the eyes of the beholder, right? So it's really up to the person that that is going to do it and what their project calls for. But stepping stones continue, um, I'm sorry, steps continue to be, uh, continue to be a trend that um, is growing. And um, while it was it was popular in the beginning. It continues to be popular, uh, and we're excited to see where that continues to go uh, because um, it's fun to be a part of it. And, and they're usually really beautiful projects, no matter how big or small. Uh, when you see something like that and how they're used, it's a lot of fun. And I slipped a little bit there because stepping stones is the next one, and uh, we're going to talk about it from an outdoor living standpoint. And then I'm going to transition it to the number two trend, which is uh, curve appeal, but. The um, stepping stones where, where people are taking these uh, natural, um, they might be big pieces of flagstone or small slabs, however you want to call it, somewhere in like the two to three to six or seven inch uh, thickness of the stone. And they're just, they're laying them right into um into the ground and it's creating, they might be doing it in the backyard for uh, a walkway to a pool, or they might be doing it through um, with smaller pieces to a garden or, uh, or a small sitting space or something like that. So that's kind of what's unique about it. Um, I think in the past we've, you know, you've seen uh, reclaimed curbing used as, as the pieces with the grass in between uh, or the, the stone pebbles and the aggregates in between. So we're seeing a lot more of that. And again, I, you know, to me, this comes back to, I don't actually have this on the trend list. I, I had it on there. I took it off. I went back and forth. I might include it at the end in the customer customer experience part, but really uh, simplicity, right? Taking that stone and just set it, you know, setting it down in that area. It looks natural. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about the weed whacker, lawnmower, anything like that. You're putting, you're putting it in there and, and you go. And um, so talk about ease of installation and, and doing things uh, efficiently. And again, it's sustainable. It fits in with the, with the surrounding and you just place it down there. So we continue to see that trend uh, take off, which leads me to uh, the number two trend, which I'm going to call curb appeal. So many people investing in the remodeling of their homes, whether it's for resale or to, um, or just to improve the, the aesthetic because they're spending more time there or they've put stuff off. But curb appeal is always a topic, right? You talk to any realtor, 
uh, or someone who's involved in real estate and they'll, they'll bring up this topic. And uh, to me, it's always an interesting one because it's hard to say what someone is going to like, right? When, you know, when I've looked at houses in the past, I've pulled up and right away, I'm like, nope, that's not for me. But there was literally someone that the people that viewed it right after us, um, they saw it and they purchased it, right? So really, it's really a matter of taste again, or, or personal preference, we'll call it not taste, or personal taste anyway. Uh, but, you know, there's little things that are being done to add to the curb appeal. And, and one of the basic ones, we see a lot of smaller stone walls being built, uh, whether it's along a driveway or uh, along the front of the um, front of the home to separate plants or, uh, or along the, uh, the sidewalk or edging there. Uh, there's, uh, that continues to be popular. Columns continue to be popular and that can be those standalone columns that you see, maybe it has a mailbox, like a hitching post uh, or, um, or uh, just a, you know, a freestanding column that's decorative. Some of them have gates to, uh, to the driveway. So we're seeing a lot of uh, stone used for that, but these are small stone projects that uh, add a little bit, add some value, but also some, some color and make your home stand out a little bit. And, uh, and then we see the risers on the steps, uh, again, sometimes they're stone steps, sometimes they're not, but just the riser, the riser part, uh, going up the steps, add a little color and little decoration, um, is always, uh, is always nice. And going back to where we ended on the outdoor living side, that's the walkways. And we're see again, we're seeing more and more as we see on Instagram, right? And if, if you don't follow us, it's at Delgado Stone USA. Um, on Instagram, but really it, it's, we're seeing so many more of these walkways being redone with, um, with flagstone and, uh, some of them are tightly jointed and, you know, there's no space in between. Some of them are, um, are just like the, like the stepping stones of the garden, they're placed strategically and, and it's more of that, uh, that natural walkway with the grass or pebbles or aggregates in between. Uh, but walkways continue to to be a trend i think because they require very little maintenance they have that that natural look um and you know you, you can work with the the different sizes but there, there's a lot of great ones out there when you go and check it out on instagram or pinterest or wherever you're going to see it and um and the different types right some of them use small flagstone uh some of them use big flagstone some are natural flagstone some are sauna thermal flags so it's really wild to see um and uh and i always loved one of the looks where kind of you put that uh reclaimed uh, curbing uh walkway that's always been one of my favorites but again it's really up to everyone else or up to each individual person to decide what's best for them but curb appeal and the the popularity of um of adding a little aesthetic we we often see it uh on the you know the foundation of the home uh if there's different kind of siding up there so there, there's a lot of different ways that don't require a big investment but um you know and you can do it in, in pieces right it might be the columns and then and then later on you're doing something uh you know, a wall to go with it, or you've done the wall and now you want to add the columns or you want to put a mailbox post, whatever it is, uh, a lot of different things. Moving along, the third most popular trend that, that I'm seeing is uh, domestic versus imported. There are a variety of reasons. I don't want to go down the supply chain route. I, I'm going to say that is one of the reasons. The, the uncertainty and delays in importing uh, along with the increased um, cost, right? One of the values used to be, 
the the price of imported material, but that's changed where the imported material is about the same. Um, it could be a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, or right around the same as, as the domestic material. So, you know, we're seeing that more people are are shifting to the domestic material. I think part of it again is a sustainability, right? You're not shipping it, you're not um, taking it from one part and putting it on a on a truck and then a container and then another truck. And then by the time it gets there, I think a lot of people are interested in, well, where does this stone come from? And, and there's, you know, the stone has a story behind it, right? It, oh, it comes from a local quarry or, uh, you know, it, it comes from here for us, you know, a lot of the material, I would say 95% of the materials within 150 miles of, um, of our facility. So we're finding that people are interested in that. Uh, it usually means that there's less of a lead time or a more, a more predictable lead time, which again is very important. We're finding at our dealers, the ones who have material in stock seem to be um, winning more projects. And and um, and I don't want to say people don't care when when they get to uh, to the place they want to buy. They have an idea in mind, but there are some alternatives that are very close. So if they if they don't have exactly what they're looking for and the option is, well, I can wait eight to 10 weeks for it, or I can get it, um, I can get this alternative right now. And it's pretty similar that they're probably, you know, in a lot of cases, they're willing to make that sacrifice. But again, that that's up to each individual. And, you know, we've, um, we've imported stuff. There's, there's equipment that we've had to bring in to go, um, or, or parts, I guess, to go with our, our machines. Uh, and, you know, there are times where, um, where the material sits at the port and there's no, you don't know when they're going to release it, right? You're sitting there waiting, clears customs and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, and we talk about service a lot and, um, you know, the last one customer experience we'll get into, but the, not being able to give an answer and when it's going to start that's frustrating for the the project owner the contractor the builder for for everyone involved and i've been in that position and uh it's stressful on our end as well so you, you never want to disappoint someone and say look but the reality is i don't know when it's coming in so i think when you look at domestic versus imported a lot of it has to do with uh with the increased cost on the imported material um Certainly, the quality is always something to to pay attention to. Uh, a lot of people aren't aren't aware of that. It looks nice, but what about the durability? How long will it last? Is it impacted by our climate? Uh, those different things, and again, the uncertainty on uh, on availability. Is another country going to shut down, or the ports going to close because of everything that's going on in the world? Um, so, I think have, being able we talk about a control, whatever you can, right? Being in control of certain things. So uh, maybe that's part of it, but. Again, um, to each their own, and, and uh, we always uh, love when when our projects are, are local and um, proud, you know, proud of the materials that we source locally and uh, and being made in the USA. So um, maybe I'm a little bit biased there, but there is we have seen an increase in requests and uh, architectural specs for domestic material uh, versus the um, the imported side. The, the color range now, and this is the fourth trend I'm going to talk about color range. Earth tones, um, seems like earth tones never go out of style, right? There's always, we sell a lot of fieldstone, a lot of uh, our only England rounds are our second most popular product that we offer. Um, there's always, you know, they're building a cabin or it's rustic, the, the earth tones went out. But we are finding the blue and grays uh, becoming more popular. And... Um, 
you know, it's easy for, for us on our end. We sit there and, and watch the trends with 100 plus dealers in 26 states throughout the country because a lot of it has to do with geography. I'm a, I'm a daddy geek. I'm always interested. What zone is going where? Why is someone ordering this? What's this? Can they not get it in this area? Do they want something different? Um, what colors are, are trending? And we're finding the blue grays. And for us, it's, it's that increase in, in um, you know, we see like our Liberty Hill or our Greenwich Blue, uh, our Dusty Rose, Fitzwilliam, Connecticut Blend, Harbor Mist, um, you know, all of those. Uh, and the Connecticut Blend, I think, because it has the, you know, the, the blend of five stones and blends are always popular, but it's got that uh, the blue gray as the predominant with some earth tones uh, that back it up. So, um, you know, that that's really <laughs> that's always our most popular product. But, it, you know, we're finding more and more requests when people call in, when they uh, when they get to us in the chat on our website, when dealers reach out like, or architects, they'll look. What, what do you guys have that's in the in the gray family? We're looking for gray or blue gray or mostly gray. And um, and so we're finding that to be to be the trend. These trends come and go, right? In two years, it might be back to earth tones. It might be all weather material. We don't know. And and really different projects have different, um, different looks and different uses. But right now, the blue gray, uh, the blue gray stone um, is in and, and we're seeing more of it in, uh, it's um, it, they're nice colors, so and they're a little bit unique when it comes to stone, so that might be part of it as well. But excited to see that trend, and we'll keep an eye on that one. Going into the last trend here, number five, customer experience, and you know, I, I had customer service first, I had simplicity, and then I was changing. I'm going back and forth. What the heck do I call this one? And really, it, it came down to it's it's customer experience, and um. If you're on the technology side, right, use UX, user experience is always something. Uh, but, um, you know, now for us, it's CX, customer experience. And there's so many different parts to it, right? It, it, customer ex experience sums it up very well. And really, it's, it's the service aspect. Are you making it easy for them? Are you returning their calls? Are, are you communicating throughout? Look, delays happen, right? I think we're at the point where a lot of us are accepting of things aren't going to go according to plan always. And a lot of it's out of our control, but are you communicating it? Are you being clear that this is what's going on? We're doing the best we can. We don't have an answer. We'll get you an answer. And then actually following up by giving them that answer. Um, so service is number one and simplicity, make it easy for the customer, make it easy for the homeowner. This is a, I found when people are remodeling or building a home or doing so, that's a stressful time. And the stone, the stone side is really part of it, right? It's one aspect of, of this major project. Now, it's not any less important than some of the other parts, right? It, it might be playing a bigger role in some projects than the other, but really make it easy for them. Give them options, walk them through it, um, communicate uh, all the things that you that you would see on the customer experience side, the quality. If you're a, if you're a builder, contractor, architect, Mason, if you're the one doing the install, it's something that you want to rely on each time, and that's one of the things that our team, um, you know, as as we've grown in our culture, is look. This has to be something that when they order at this time, it's the same as the next time, and the same as the next time, and the same as the next time. Right? No two pieces of natural stone are identical, but there's got to be a consistency and reliability. If it's 10% waste, 15% waste every time, now they can understand the costs associated with it. They might be able to save some money um, and they're going to be able to pass that savings on, which 
I think everyone can use right now when you look at the building material indexes and see the cost of things. And, you know, it's everywhere. It's the shipping, it's the, um, it's the shipping side, uh, the cost of fuel, the cost of labor, the cost of material, everything, everything's gone up. And, and, um, so being able to, to have that quality and reliability is so important. And, um, and, and you gotta make sure again, that you're, you're communicating that if there is an issue and uh, stock. It, I talked about it earlier uh, when we talked about, um, I think on the domestic versus importer, I don't remember exactly, but this, the stock material, having that, the availability to get the project started and keep up with the project, uh, that's important. Or being able to say, look, these pallets or this material has been allocated to a different job or someone's already purchased it, but here's when we can get it for you. Um, or we have more coming in at this time. We have more on order. And that goes back to the communication side, but having material uh, available when people want to buy it. And, you know, as much as technology is um, evolving and playing a bigger impact in our, um, in our industry, right. The, people don't necessarily point and click and, and buy, you know, a pallet of stone online without seeing it in person. So if you have it there, um, you have a better chance of winning that job. And that's part of the service, providing that service of having the material for the customer. Uh, and, you know, it's the same thing on, on our end for right now, everything's uh, made to order, but at some point you want to get to inventory where a customer calls and says, yep, we have that. And, and it goes right out. So, the entire customer experience, how can you make it a more enjoyable experience for them? Uh, take away some of the stress and, um, and really that's going to, that's going to be where you get the recommendations, make it easy for them to do research. Uh, you know, we're all busy. So if you have a good website and you have that information online where someone's comfortable going to that and you can demonstrate your expertise without them, uh, having to call you six or seven times, uh, providing all the information at once. Then they call you that one time and it's, yeah, this is what we want. We've done the research. You guys are clearly the experts in this. Uh, you know, we, we want to buy from you. And that's, um, that's a big part of it. So again, so many different, I could go on and on with these trends, but these, these are the five that we're seeing right now as we, you know, we're days away from going into February and, um, and there's the opportunity where, okay, outdoor living, we know it's going to be springtime soon. We know that's pavers and uh, retaining walls and all of those things right before you're dealing with that stuff. And then um, you look at the outdoor living uh, kitchens, patios, pool areas as we head into summer. Um, so, it's going to continue to, to go and, and uh, hopefully things get better um, in terms of uh, supply chains and materials and pricing. But, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. And I just want to say thanks for everyone who, uh, who joined us today. And um, we are excited for the 2022 season. Those are your five stone trends and we'll catch you next week.